0: This is the EWN Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to Fit and Fabulous Forever, your source for motivational and inspirational conversations with women who have overcome challenges and reinvented themselves. We all face pivotal points in our lives when we need to figure out what our next chapter will be. Maybe you have just become an empty nester or your nest will be emptying soon. Maybe you've gotten divorced and you're trying to figure out what to do next. Or maybe you feel stuck in your job and are searching for alternatives. No matter your current situation, it's time to reclaim your identity and rock the second half of your life. So join me, Coach Julie, as I give you the strategies and tools you'll need to be fit and fabulous forever. And welcome to today's Fit and Fabulous Forever podcast. Today, I'm really excited to have Vicki Griffith with us. Vicki is an author of Stucked Up, A Breakthrough Path to Unstuck, and is the co-author of Life Boost, CEO of Breakthrough, a licensed minister and adjunct professor at the University of Richmond. But more importantly, Vicky's going to talk to us about her journey uh, to overcoming the diet roller coaster and how she now helps people with that, and you know, as you know, um, a lot of women, especially, face a challenge of weight loss and diet, and it can be very frustrating and very frustrating to um, to overcome that, and and very uh, damaging to our self esteem, et cetera. Especially because I think society, uh, you know, may puts a, a Great premium on the way women look and how they're perceived in the world, so I'm really excited to have Vicki tell us about her journey and you know give us some um, insight as to what we women can do to overcome the diet roller coaster. So welcome Vicki to the podcast.
2: Thank you, Julie. I appreciate the invitation. I'm grateful to be here.
1: So Vicky, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, well, or a lot about your your life, your journey, and how you came to um be the CEO of Breakthrough and help people get off that diet roller coaster.
2: Oh, absolutely. I would be glad to do that. So my story is um I like to kind of just gather your information or your imagination for a minute and and Imagine being kind of lonely at night. My husband does travel quite a bit. So there's plenty of nights that I'm home alone and I'm lonely and I feel a little sad. So I might do what most American women do when they feel lonely and sad. I went grocery shopping. And as I'm shopping the outside edges of the store, because that's what we've all learned, anyone who's dieted before knows that the outside of the grocery stores are the healthy food aisles. So I'm shopping those aisles. I just happened to go by the meat aisle and look to my left and down the row for these two amazing looking men. I did everything I could to avoid them. I did everything I could to distract myself from them. But when our eyes met, there was no turning back. Really? Wow. <laughs> I will always shamefully regret the morning I woke up next to Ben and Jerry's. Uh, you had me, Vicky. You really had me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Even though that's a fictitious story, the truth of the matter is, as an emotional eater, that is how I would soothe myself. I would soothe myself with food. Um, it could be half pint or a half gallon of ice cream. It could be a family sized bag of Lay's potato chips and considering them a single serving. It could be a whole pizza. I mean, it was just amazing the amount of food I could eat in the small amount of time trying to soothe myself in some way. Was that and something that you, you, you
1: did your entire life? Did it come from something that happened in
2: childhood? I was always fat. So I was a chubby little baby, and then I became the chubby little toddler. And then at elementary school, it wasn't so cute anymore. So I was always overweight and I was actually the number one salesperson in my Girl Girl Scout troops when we sold cookies because I bought most of them out of my babysitting (laughs) money and I would hide them under my bed. And if I came home with a bad grade, I'd go get a half dozen cookies. If mom and dad were yelling at each other, I would go eat a box of cookies. It was Mm -hmm. always my way to find a little bit of peace. And of course it never does anyone who has had that cycle before they know that for a moment it takes down the anxiety and then becomes all the self judgment and all the criticism of why did you do that? You're not supposed to, you just started this diet, you've invested all this money. How come, you know, all of that self sabotaging criticism starts. And,
1: And I, I mean, I had the same kind of experience as a little girl. I was, I was very fat and, um, and I remember being taunted and bullied by other kids,
2: and, and it was very painful. Did you have that same experience? I did, actually. And, and here's the funny part. I never really realized I was fat until I was in the fifth grade. Hmm. And in the fifth grade, my mom took me to see her family doctor. And I remember, as if it was yesterday, him getting down on his knees and looking me in my eyes. And he said to me, just tell them sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Well, that was really nice of him to do that as he has his hand on my shoulders. I could tell he was trying to be soothing and motivational and inspiring, but that didn't help. It didn't help to say those words because, one, I knew they'd just laugh at me even further. What they did is prescribed appetite suppressant to me at the time. And at that time, it was speed. Wow. So, yeah, now crazy. So a 10-year-old taking speed and a very withdrawn, reserved, they called me shy, kid. Um, I'm sure it didn't last very long because I don't remember being on it for very long. But, yeah, I had the whole experience all the way through. At one point in middle school, I joined a national weight loss company program and remember eating cheese sandwiches with mustard on them because that's the only thing I could take to school that would survive being in my locker in middle school. Um, But I got down to what they perceived as my goal weight. I looked like a skeleton. Wow. Wow. and that's kind of when the diet roller coaster started. Mm-hmm. That's when the starvation started. That's when the um more even more binging started um on and off program good food bad foods i mean that's when the whole psychology of dieting and my weight and my body really impacted my life and and this continued
1: into you know college adulthood, et cetera. Or did you have episodes where you got some help and were able to um,
2: stabilize for a while? Well, the really fascinating thing about the story is that at 16, my parents took me to their chiropractor. They're like, are you willing to try it again to lose weight? And I'm like, sure. Well, the chiropractor had just learned hypnosis. And so he had a weight loss program. And what's really fascinating about it is all these years later, the diet that he put me on, most people would know as a keto diet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't called that at the time, but it was just it's, that's what it was a keto diet and the with the diet and with the hypnosis geared towards the food, I did lose thirty pounds. I did not keep it off. matter of fact, at graduation, I was sure that the one size fit all. Uh, graduation gown was not going to fit me, and it did. I was so relieved. But um, what was fascinating about that experience is I started getting a little more confidence. I started to raise my hand in class, and my teachers are like, Vicki, did would even know I existed, wow. right? Because I never said anything <laughs> in class. Great. And um, they would say, they would give me like oral reports, and I'd get up and be able to do it. And they would say, I can't believe you just did that. Well, that's because I was using hypnosis to help with my confidence which is really what I needed. I needed to help with my emotional situation rather than the food. Mm -hmm. And I didn't learn that piece until much later, but I did learn that we all have a power of our mind that we underutilize and nobody teaches us how to do it. And through that, I would experiment throughout my young adult life, throughout my married life, my husband and I, actually um would drive our bicycles down neighborhoods that we couldn't afford at the time and visualize it and, and use self-hypnosis to see ourselves in a better place and and sure enough a few years later we're in the, the house similar to that and property similar to that and have amazing jobs some that could create that income for us so um that that's what sparked an interest, but 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 yet my weight still went up and down several times throughout my life.
1: And when did you actually um, find your breakthrough where you lost the forty nine pounds and and kept it off? And
2: and what led you to that? Well, interesting enough, and I was just giving a speech about this that when life throws us curveballs, that to believe that there's something bigger that we can't see for us beyond it. And the day I got a phone call from my brother saying, we just found dad on the bathroom floor. He's having seizures. You need to, you need to come up here now because they don't think he's going to make oh, it. I no. Was I lived in Virginia at the time. My father and my brother lived in Michigan. And so during his seven months earlier during the stays at the hospital, I would come up and stay in the hospitality house. He had a brain tumor the size of a tangerine seven months earlier. And we knew that the time would come that soon, sooner than later, because it's a very aggressive cancer. um, But it's always a shock no matter what. And when he passed, he left me just a tiny bit of money. And I was just dissatisfied with what I was doing, loved parts of it, didn't like a lot of what was going on because I kept taking away the parts that I loved. And I'm like, okay, he left me a little bit of money. I'm going to quit my job and figure it out. I went home. I said to my husband, I just quit my job today. He's like, you did what? (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, you didn't consult him first. (laughs) No, I did not. And I said, I don't know. I've got just a little bit of money from dad. I'll figure it out. And what I had over that period of time, being alone a lot, trying to make medical decisions for my dad, a lot of times on my own, I had gained a lot of weight back, Mm -hmm. about 40-some pounds. And I decided to find a hypnotist in town to help me lose the weight. She didn't even know my father had passed away. But what happened was grieving started happening. I started releasing some weight. And then um, about the fifth session, she said, so what do you want to do? And I said, you know what? I want to do what you do. And that's when, you know, whatever you call it, God, universe, whatever you may call that that big entity that is always watching over us, um, had put me in a place where she was a trainer. And she was a certified trainer with the National Guild of Hypnosis, a hypnotist. And I could train with her right there in my own city. and actually ended up working for her for three years as a contractor and I ran her weight loss clinic. Wow, that's a, that's really an amazing <clears throat> excuse me, an amazing
1: story. I mean, I, I tend to agree that nothing is random and you get put places and in situations um for a reason. But I'd love to hear all about your journey now that you have you know, learned how to, or you studied to be a hypnotist, you started working for her. So when we come back from our break, let's talk about um, what you've done since and the people that you work with and what you can recommend for folks that are dying to get off that roller coaster of dieting. So you're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. We'll be right back.
0: Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Visit monetizemenow.com for details.
1: Here's a special message for every mom whose children have left the nest and who wants to get off the couch and figure out how to make the most of the rest of her life. Hi, I'm Julie Wass, Coach Julie with Fit and Fabulous with Coach Julie, your empty nester survival Kit, And I'd like to invite you to join my program, Becoming Fit and Fabulous, in which I provide you with tools and coaching to help you move from sadness to joy and fulfillment so you can rock the second half of your life. Becoming Fit and Fabulous makes it simple for you to find joy, fulfillment, and purpose, look and feel great, put a spark in your relationship with your spouse or significant other, improve your health and wellness, and much, much more. And what makes this even better is now you don't have to worry about not knowing how to get past the grief and get started on the next phase of your life again. And best of all, you'll start seeing results in less than a week. It's an investment in yourself which will pay off for the rest of your life. So text FIT, that's F-I-T, to 64600 right now to schedule a free coaching session with me where we can start planning your fit and fabulous
0: future. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network
1: and we're back with vicky griffith she's talking to us about uh her amazing journey of weight loss and finding her purpose would you agree vicky that you found your purpose when you happened to do, to get some money when your father unfortunately passed and you just happened to be in a place put in a place where you found your solution to your weight loss uh problem as well as your future of your life?
2: Well, it has become my purpose. And it is a very fascinating, fascinating role and road of how I got there. The the summer that I quit my job, I just happened to be at a concert. And one of my employees was there. And of course, I went up to him and his family and said hello. And You know, ask how he was doing and how those things back at the store that that we all worked at. And he kind of caught me up on all of that. And he said, so what are you going to do? I said, well, I'm studying to be a hypnotist. And he looked at me and he said, you? Because the interesting thing about it is I have a, a bachelor's degree in business. I worked in business and raised and built million-dollar departments in department stores and ran them. Mm -hmm. And I bought for them. And I love spending someone else's money. That was awesome. That was my favorite part of the job. (laughs) I'm sure. If you ever get that opportunity, it's great. But then, of course, I was responsible for return on investment and gross profit margins, and I had to make sure I had the numbers in place. So I'm a very left brain analytical person. And so when he looked at me and he said, you, it didn't surprise me because he'd never seen that part of me because we were in business together and I had to make sure he was getting his deadlines taken care of as well. So it it was a total flip. Um, But my business background also helped me to be able to talk to anyone that was what we consider mainstream. You know, I could talk to the business side, I could talk to the um, potential side. And so it did bring me to the purpose of, of working with weight loss Um, and part of it too is, you know, people out there that are looking for their purpose, if they're looking to start a business in some way, I can tell you the most successful people are the ones who make their mess, their message. And that this is my mess. My mess was always around weight, always around food and emotional eating. And so that's what I've done. I've kind of made my mess the message and it took courage. Um, a lot of people think things are. are just handed to you. That's not true. When I worked for that woman as a contractor running as a weight loss director for her clinic, um, I was actually 40 pounds overweight when she mentioned in our class that she didn't like working with weight loss clients. And she said, um, I just don't. She, she was a thin person. I'd never been fat. I don't know. I don't know how to deal with them. I'm like, oh, geez, I got all that kind of experience. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can help her out big time, but I was still fat, and I'm thinking, why would she hire me? Right. And so my knees knocking and my, um, you know, sweating. I'm calling her, and I got her voicemail, and I remember stuttering and saying, you know, I would really like to be considered for that position thinking, I never get it. I'm fat. Why would she hire me? She called me back within 10 minutes. She goes, absolutely. Let's talk. That's amazing.
1: What that did. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you, was that an opportunity then? Do you think she saw in you the opportunity for you to take the skills that you'd learned to apply them to yourself?
2: Well, I think that, and I think that she just wanted to kind of to take that off of her plate, but she still recognized that that was a big part of her business. Mm-hmm. And what that did is gave me the freedom to start my own program based on my own experiences and work work through through work it through with the clients, and started watching them get results. I started watching myself get results. And it has my program has nothing to do with food.
1: Yeah, why don't you so tell us program. about your
2: program? I think our listeners would love to know
1: how you use your techniques, and like you said, it's not about food. Um, how it works, and and the types of results that your clients have gotten, as well
2: as you. I appreciate that. Yes. So. The the first thing. Because I was so judgmental and criticism constantly about my weight and my clothes and how I looked and how I felt, which of course dings your self confidence every single Absolutely. day. And getting getting on a scale was torture uh, in both ways. So getting on a scale and losing you know three tenths of an ounce is like woohoo! I can go have a cookie. Right. <laughs> and, Getting on the scale and and gaining, you know, three quarters of an ounce, you're like, oh, man, what am I doing? What's wrong with me? Let's go have a cookie. So same results. So I threw away my scale, and I really recommend that for everyone. I do not own a scale in my home. My doctor knows how much I weigh, and that's the only time, a couple of times I go a year for a checkup, that's the only time I get weighed. My clothes tell me, tell me how, you know, what size I am. Okay. So that's that's the only barometer I have. So get rid of the scale. Reason why you want to get rid of the scale is because it does create daily judgment. That's very true. And if that, you do get
1: on the scale yeah, every day, okay.
2: absolutely. Yep. And that's what most dieters do. As a matter of fact, some diets tell you to do right. that. And truthfully, the scale is only weighing one part. Of your whole body, unless you have one of those kinds that that tell you that your BMI and you know how much muscle and how much bone you have, that's a little better. Mm-hmm. But it's still so self defeating to gauge our day. Really, is what happens if you weigh yourself in the morning. It would gauge my day, and should I feel happy today because I lost some weight, or sad and shameful because I didn't, or gained some weight, even if I had stayed completely on the program, the food program that I was given. So it's, so get rid of the scale. If you don't want to throw it away, hide it. Um, just stay off of it. So that's the first, the first thing I have everyone do. The second part of this is a mental diet. And what that means is uh, observe your thoughts. Are, are they critical? Are they just mental towards yourself? And if they are, acknowledge it and just say no. Now you can always turn them around. That's kind of the next mm-hmm. phase. So if you're saying to yourself, Oh, I look ridiculous in this outfit, I'm so fat, look at that roll over my you know, my middle, you know, I'll never be able to get thin, then you could turn it around. First you just say no, I'm not going there. You're right. The second step is you could turn it around and say, I'm not at the weight that I want to be at right now, but I am making the changes, the positive changes to get there. So that's the second part of it is start the mental diet of weeding out, throwing out the negative comments about yourself. Reality is they're not true. Even if you think you have proof to them, It's probably something that you perceived about yourself as a child. It's probably something that someone else has told you. And if you really look at it, it can't be true. And how um, long does
1: that process take? So the step one is throwing away the scale. But then do you work on that um, phase of the self-talk before you move on to the next phase? Or is this all sort of done together?
2: It can be done together because what I was doing in that second phase of the mental diet, I started consciously choosing to eat less. So at that time in my life, and here, you know, I understand I'm the weight loss director for the hypnosis clinic and still 40 pounds overweight. At that point in my life, fast food nurtured me. And that sounds absolutely absurd. But when I say that out loud, people shake their head, yeah. I understand. I think that's very common. Every day at lunch. Yeah, I, I think you're right. So every day at lunchtime, I would go to a fast food restaurant. So what I did, I didn't want to give that up. I knew that that would cause more anxiety for me. So what I did is decided to cut my portions down. So instead of ordering the Whopper meal, you know, value meal, I ordered a Whopper Jr. and a small fry or a kid's meal or I'd go to Wendy's. And um, order the junior cheeseburger deluxe, or you know, go to Taco. So I had what I, the smaller portions right. in every restaurant, Taco Bell, right. you name it. You know, I I had it figured out. And so that can be done in conjunction. And with.
1: is that what you recommend to your clients as well? If especially if they are like you and they're they go to fast food restaurants.
2: Yes, absolutely. I would recommend that you start cutting your portions and it doesn't have to be even as drastic as what I did. I didn't consider that drastic, so it didn't it was safe for me to do that. But instead of eating a a Whopper value meal, get the Whopper and a small fry. So start cutting back. Just start cutting back your portions. The next no, 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 I was just going to say um do you find that your
1: clients are able to do that by Just going through your program without something more, or do you add an additional component to your program?
2: That's a great question. So, what I do for my private clients is I create customized self-hypnosis recordings for them. And how does that work? And they listen to the recording. How does that work? Well, they listen to the recording every night as they go to sleep. And that's because the brain waves are going through the same brainwave state that we have seen in the hypnotic rest, which is also the same as a deep sense of meditation or a deep prayer. Your brain waves go through the same same things. So since since I asked them to do that and they're listening to this recording, and the recording is helping their mind or subconscious mind find safety in this change. And that's what it's all about because the brain doesn't like change and neither does the mind. And so the reason why a lot of us sabotage ourselves is because our brain and our mind are not on board with the change. It feels scary. And so we are changing the brain and the mind to adapt to the new behaviors that we want. And what's happened? What's so so fascinating with hypnosis is, so I'm eating fast food every day. I'm listening to my recording. I'm being more conscious about my food choices as far as cutting back on portions. I walked into a Wendy's one day, and again, this is another one of those moments in your life, those milestones that you just can see so vividly. The cashier asked me how she could help me. I stepped up to the cashier intending to order my cheeseburger deluxe and small fry. And out of my mouth came, I'll have the grilled chicken salad. And I literally looked behind me. I thought someone else behind me just ordered. (laughs) That's great. And then I realized, I realized that came from me. And as she's ringing it up, I'm thinking, that's what I really want. It's not because I have to have it. My body really wants that and that is how hypnosis works it becomes a new normal and it's so subtle that you don't even realize sometimes that it's changed sometimes i have to to tell my clients well you know a week ago you were doing xyz and now you're doing you know, abc and they're like oh yeah you're right <laughs> how long does it, take? it just feels yeah. normal. and
1: how long does it take for your clients to start seeing results with this, um, between the hypnosis and the, you know, changing the thoughts of self-sabotage and all of that?
2: If anybody starts cutting down their portions, they're going to start losing weight. So if you mean by results, pounds lost, I'm going to start losing pounds. It may be a little slower than most people like, quarter pound a week, half pound a week, and that's okay if you're okay if you're all right with that kind of results. But remember, our success and our failure isn't about what the number says on the scale. Well, our success is about how
1: we're changing our actions. And and that was my my next question. So in changing your actions, um, I guess you're also changing your mindset, right? That you're getting out of this need to soothe yourself with food and by changing. I don't know, are you rewiring your brain?
2: Yes, absolutely rewiring the brain and then allowing the hypnosis also allows the subconscious mind to, like I said, feel safe with the change. So then it's on board with it because it will protect Mm -hmm. you. And then the little um, gland in the back, that's the fight and flight, little gland in the back of your brain. If it doesn't feel threatened in any way, then that won't create anxiety. You know, it's different for everyone. Um, Most people myself included, feel a little bit of anxiety around the whole changing the food thing. And so it makes that safe. So that's one of the techniques that I use. Would you be interested in listening to the Absolutely. other one? Absolutely. The other technique I use is something that can be done re- real time. So hypnosis is, is fabulous about re- rewiring the brain and reprogramming the subconscious mind and giving you new programs and ways of action. It does take a little bit of time. Sometimes things happen overnight, but not always. And it um, is not something that when you feel you have a very stressful day, you can't stop in the middle of your day a lot of times and go listen to a recording for 20 minutes. So you don't have that luxury. So I use a technique. It's called tapping. Nowadays, it's marketed as tapping. When I learned it, it was called emotional freedom techniques. And it is also called EFT. And it is an amazing technique that you can use real time to help you manage through those difficult times in your life. And it takes about 30 to 60 seconds. It's amazing. So what is it? And what it is. (laughs) Sounds fabulous. Can I tell you what it is? Absolutely, please. It's based, it's based, yeah, sure. It's based on... Chinese medicine, and it's based on acupuncture and acupressure points. Now, acupressure points, there's about 350 or more in the body. This uses about eight, and it's about how you say what's going on for you. So there's a protocol as you're tapping, and I just shared this technique with a group of about, I don't know, 50 people. I've done this with as many as 300. And I'm showing them how to, I call it, crush their cravings in 30 seconds. And I always hand out chocolate kisses. And I have them rate the craving from zero to 10. Some people say it's 25. And I say, I I understand you. (laughs) I get you. And so... They they started this really high, and so for some people it's not, some people don't like chocolate. I don't understand them. Okay. So the other people I understand, I don't understand people who don't like chocolate. But I do have a stepfather who doesn't, and I still love him. I just don't understand why he doesn't like right. chocolate. So we start with the intensity of the craving and the smell of the chocolate. The technique takes 30 seconds and they smell it again. About a third of the room is astonished because it's gone down or it's gone. Sometimes people can't smell it anymore. Sometimes it goes up and that's okay. That just means there's an emotional attachment that we haven't addressed yet to it. And so we'll do another round and then they'll get relief from it. Most people are in awe because I asked them, has that ever happened before where you had a craving that intense and you could actually just throw it away right now? And they're like, no. Never. It's it's fascinating. It's astounding. It's amazing. And it's so fun I, for me. I'm sure. <laughs> Just watch yeah. people. That,
1: that really is incredible. And I do get the chocolate thing because I'm staring right now at a dark chocolate kiss that's sitting on my desk. So... <laughs>
0: I totally understand
1: mm-hmm. the chocolate craving. Um, so is that the um, emotional freedom technique? Is that part? That's also part of your program that when you work with your clients is that, I guess that's an important part.
2: It is it is also a very important part of the program. And of course, we also do practical on the practical side. So we're looking at you know what type of movement do you want to start doing you know, yoga, walking, whatever it is, and start getting them into some kind of plan, so they're starting to move their bodies a little bit. We also look at, you know, what foods may or may not be good for them. Some people will actually choose a food program, and I don't have a problem with that at all that they want to stick to, so we'll work at that practically to find, you know, to help them fine-tune what that's like for them.
1: And how long does it is your pro, do it, do your programs run and are Clients generally, once they're they complete the program um, successfully, able to continue with these the, the these different techniques to um, to get off that roller coaster.
2: So great questions. I mean, it's individual for everyone. For so for someone who's going to need to let go of a hundred pounds, it's going to take a lot right. longer. For someone who's got ten pounds, it's going to take a little you know just a little bit of time, just a matter of a few weeks. So that kind of varies person to person and what i see a lot of times is unfortunately something stressful in their life happens and then they fall off that that diet they fall off the program they stop listening to the recording and this is usually long after they've been with me so those clients tend to know when that's happening when they start sabotaging and they come back to me very, very quickly. So,
1: because they need some support. And so you have different programs depend for different people depending on their particular needs um in terms of how what how many how much weight they need to lose or based on um you know how long a, a process you need they need to go through in order to start
2: releasing the weight? Yes I do have different Different packages. I actually have an online program. It's all self-study. It's all tapping. Um, it's a 40-day program, and it, you get an email in your box every morning at 5 a.m. Eastern time, and when you click that link, it's me walking you through an audio recording for 40 days. So that's available for people. I also run that program about three times a year as a group, And so that's an opportunity. Uh, That means that there's group calls also every week. And there's also a 30 minute private call with me included in that so that we can talk about what what your needs are, your specific needs are. I also have private coaching programs. So some of my clients are one to one clients and we have a call protocol. So we have private sessions. They're all done through Zoom. I work with people all over the country and including Canada because I we don't have to go anywhere. If they don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to go anywhere. They can be in their jammies if they want to be, I don't care. And so we meet over Zoom. And um that gives us both some freedom of time and it gives them individual attention. So some people need the individual attention to stay accountable. And that is normally a six-month program at the very least. Okay. Well, that makes sense because I think that you need that
1: time to really make the changes, especially if somebody needs that that personal coaching. So tell our listeners where they can find you if they want to learn more about your programs and um, and perhaps speak with you uh, privately about your program.
2: Thank you for asking. I appreciate that. Well, actually, I have a gift for everybody. Oh, wonderful. And that gift is, uh, yeah, thanks. Um, That gift is the weight loss recording that I made for myself. I'm putting that out so that people can start with that. I mean, it worked for me. It was where I started. It's a really powerful recording. And so you can get that. You can download that for free. And you can do that at... Stucked Up, which is the name of the book that you mentioned earlier. So thank you for saying that. It's S T U C K E D U P dot com forward slash really. Really? I said really. Exactly. And the reason why I did that is because most people are saying, I can really lose weight just listening and recording at sleep. And yes, you can. That's great. Yes, you can. That's part of the change. So that's my free gift if you, and you sign, on, you sign in with your email address and then you'll be on my email list. And I send out weekly on Wednesday, hump day, let's get through the, day, the week, right? I send out weekly videos. Uh, sometimes they're about dieting. Other times they're called break time. And that's just a one-minute video that I created to create stillness in your day. And I don't believe that we have to take, you know, light candles and and sit cross-legged to relax. I think we just need that moment of focus right. to get back to our truth. So those are some other gifts that you receive. And and you can reach me at Vicky at break b-r-e-a-k hyphen through it's T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Dot .org org And that's Vicky V
1: I C K I E correct Okay correct. great Well thank you Vicky this has been really amazing and I know that that a lot of people um are stuck on this unfortunate diet roller coaster or have different issues with dieting with food with just their own personal um issues that they have to deal with and I think this could be extremely helpful to for a lot of people, and so I really appreciate your coming on telling your story um sounds really wonderful and exciting, and certainly a new approach where you don't have to use the scale and uh don't have to you know count calories necessarily. I think for a lot of people they they fear getting onto these programs because of those two issues. So thank you so much for joining us today and you truly have an amazing story. And I'm so excited that you came on, that you started your program, that you, um, and that you're helping so many people with this issue. So thanks again. Uh, you're listening to the EWN podcast network and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Fit and Fabulous Forever, your source for motivational and inspirational conversations with women who have overcome challenges and reinvented themselves. To download this week’s episode or listen to past episodes, go to Fit and Fabulous with Past episodes are also available at the ewNpodcastnetwork.com, as well as through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. We all face pivotal points in our lives when we need to figure out what our next chapter will be. No matter your current situation, it's time to reclaim your identity and rock the second half of your life. Until next time, I encourage you to stay focused on becoming fit and fabulous
0: forever. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, Go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com.
1: Here's a special message for every mom whose children have left the nest and who wants to get off the couch and figure out how to make the most of the rest of her life. Hi, I'm Julie Wass, Coach Julie with Fit and Fabulous with Coach Julie, your empty nester survival kit. And I'd like to invite you to join my program, Becoming Fit and Fabulous, in which I provide you with tools and coaching to help you move from sadness to joy and fulfillment so you can rock the second half of your life. Becoming Fit and Fabulous makes it simple for you to find joy, fulfillment, and purpose look and feel great, put a spark in your relationship with your spouse or significant other, improve your health and wellness, and much, much more. And what makes this even better is now you don't have to worry about not knowing how to get past the grief and get started on the next phase of your life again. And best of all, you'll start seeing results in less than a week. It's an investment in yourself which will pay off for the rest of your life. So text FIT, that's F-I-T, to 64600 right now to schedule a free coaching session with me where we can start planning your fit and fabulous future.
0: Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.